Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be doing another walkthrough um, of one of my tracks that got placed recently. The track is Sanctuary, um, and it was from an industry-only release from Elephant Music, and the trailer was for uh, A Very British Scandal. Now, I just want to give you a little bit of backstory about this track, because I think this is really, really important. So, obviously, those of you who are listening know that Vic and I launched Protégé School two years ago. We're now into our second year of teaching and delivering uh, to our students, and vice versa, students delivering tracks to us. Uh, And it's been an, an amazing ride. And one of the things we did in the first year, last year, was to create a course on how to write emotional solo string tracks for trailers and this was one of the tracks Uh, and it was really really nice because it's it's kind of like proof in the pudding for me you know as much as i you know I, i have this podcast i have the training music school i have the courses and you know i do get quite a lot of placements i'm very blessed for that uh, doesn't stop any like imposter syndrome coming in or doesn't stop any negativity or fears that I'm basically just like <laughs> not supposed to be doing this, you know, it it's still there guys. Uh, just, just because, you know, I've got to the point that I aimed to get to doesn't mean it stopped. So doing this where I was teaching other people how to do it and then the entire track then get placed on a trailer for me it was just like it's kind of like a weight off my shoulders ah, I do know something <laughs> you know it sounds ridiculous I know but I'm sure you can sympathize uh, because it's one thing kind of saying oh yeah this track placed because of this but it's another thing saying this track is going to place because of this and that's exactly i didn't say that in the course i don't ever say that you know this track's gonna land because a lot of the tracks i don't actually pitch but the ideas that i teach in the course in protege uh hold strong and hold true so i'm really 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 chuffed about this um so yeah here we go let's let's dive into it so i think it's important we watch the trailer first and then we'll go into the details Hello, Satan. You bastard. You're a famous Mrs. Sweeney. Captain Ian Campbell. I know who you are. I once saw you at the Paris. I said, there's a girl I'm going to marry. Who did you say that to? My wife. I rather think it's why she divorced me. Captain Ian Campbell has been announced as the 11th Duke of Argyle. Be my duchess. We have to promise that we will never bore one another. Drunk last night, you're drunk now. Stop me from shooting myself in the face. Because I could just shoot you in the face. When the money runs out, because it will, the campaign to remove you will begin. And if you're not very careful, you too will be left with nothing. 
You were never faithful to me, Ian, so let's not pretend that's who we are. Can you prove it? Do you have the photograph? Love letters, diaries? Because I do. There are reporters outside the house. Questions about you and men. You played a spirited game. And we both know you don't have the guts for this. Do we really? You are going to give Ian what he wants. Don't tell me what to do, because I won't be told. Not by you or Ian or anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Um, Okay, so let's talk about this this track. Uh, So the idea was that we go for kind of either Oscar nominees, Oscar winners, or period drama style things. And we've obviously got the latter here, this lovely sort of tense period drama thing. Now, the idea with the track was that I supply essentially act one, two, and three. And it was interesting because actually they used all of my acts in the trailer, but almost as like the act two and three. So let's talk about act one, act two, and three, act three. So act one is dealing with setting the tone, act two, building the drama, building the tension, building the pace. Act three is kind of like letting the track soar. And that kind of applies pretty much across the board, whether you're doing... Uh, organic sound design or whether you're doing epic hybrid trailers or whether you're doing these emotional solo string tracks letting it soar is really important and it's it's pretty much the same across the genre as what you're doing so let's have a tr- listen to the track as it was in my uh, logic session Thank you. 
Okay, there we go. Uh, you guys kind of heard like an alternate alternative mix on that one because uh, I've just finally switched from my 2010 Mac Pro to one of the, I would say up to date because it's 2014 dustbin Mac. And uh, obviously I'm in that annoying phase where you load up Logic and it's like, oh, this license isn't there yet. Oh, this can't find this contact instance. So, uh, so you heard that without the bass. And I think you heard it with... Uh, these inventor instruments, my my own instruments, uh, they kind of reset to their default patches annoyingly. Uh, so ever so slightly different, but there's only really a couple of important points here. The first one is in Act 1. So just when I was writing this, just so you know, I wrote it all on piano. I, uh, I set out the chord sequence that I was going to use and... That was it. So I used to play the violin awfully, but nonetheless. So when I was learning solo violin pieces, you know, a lot of these kind of lovely classical pieces would start out, you know, particularly like chacons and things would start out with like slow arpeggios. So that's what I wanted. I'm just stating the chord sequence here. I'm just saying, hey guys, this is the mood, you know, this these are the sequences that I'm choosing. And this is what we're going to stick with for the next two minutes or so. And I didn't do anything else really except for adding ambience. That's my own ambient piano. And then here, there is supposed to be a sub bass coming in. But then obviously then the second iteration of the chord sequence is ever so slightly different uh, because I don't end on this chord here. Um, and on a slightly different one at the end. It's standard sort of utilising four chord sequence, but you change the fourth chord the second time you hear it. So you're actually making it into an eight chord sequence. Um, and then I just added in some pizzicato just to bring some pace. And of course, I talk about this a lot, but this is this stuff is really important in training music. This That's literally just a, uh, a big taiko with the top, the bottom, swooped out and put into a big plate. There we go. That's what it is, but I've just rolled off the EQ, so it's like this distant kind of like, <sighs> type of thing. Then that's act one. I mean, I'm just stating my chord sequence in arpeggios. I'm just adding a bit of ambience and a bit of sort of trailerization with the, the swish hit. Then we go into act two, and it's just a case of, hello, triplet pattern. <laughs> So I'm I'm essentially switching from four four to twelve eight, uh, which is a triplet feel in four basically, or four feel in triplets. I don't know. And then one of my favourite things to do, just to bring pace, clocks and sticks, you know. Bit of ambience as well, as well. This time I've got the bigger hits coming in as well. So it's not just the kind of whoosh, it's the bigger hits too. And then, I mean, that's really straightforward. It's like, hello, let's talk about this arpeggio, but let's change it. So I'm not writing anything new. I'm just rephrasing the old material. But let's go into act three. It's the same chord sequence, but with... 
it should have a bass underneath going bubba 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 bubba. It's that letting it soar. So without that top line, it doesn't feel like this kind of like big open act three. And this is something to bear in mind when you are writing act threes, giving it the top line that's really clear um, and letting there be some shimmer. So this top line is is the shimmer and the top line. It's kind of like, well, I say the, the pads are kind of the shimmer as well, but uh, it kind of the shimmer kind of gives you this implied distance and implied space. And the top line does the same by kind of reaching up to the extremities in pitch. You are therefore kind of showing how the track is growing and expanding. And it's the same with volume as well. You know, you want to kind of start small, start close, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be close, but the idea is are there start small and close and low, and then kind of build out and expand as the track goes on. That's pretty much trailer writing. I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail because there isn't much. As you see, this is only a 31 track uh, cue. And essentially all I have is the violins chugging away, the pads, the bass and the percussion. That's basically it. Uh, And obviously the, the big trailer hits, there's sort of five stems in here. There's nothing much too busy and it's a really nice exercise for you guys to look at this and say well how can i do the same how can i write minimally with this kind of maximal effect you know it's that hans zimmer idea isn't it minimal maximalist or maximal minimalist i think is what he likes to call himself or some other people call him or he started i don't know what it was anyway the idea is there you know this there is hardly any musical material but the way you work that music material creates this space creates all of the important aspects of training music it creates uh character it creates tone it creates mood it creates drive it creates build tension and expanse and weight and impact it's a lot of adjectives i know but you know um so here it is that's the track i've called it inner sanctum uh Vic tends to rename my my file, my tracks. Uh, so the track is actually called Sanctuary on the album Sanctuary uh, by Elephant Music. I think it was just industry only and it landed on that trailer, a very British scandal. And like I said, the, the big win for me was this kind of, actually the stuff I'm teaching a protege. It works, <laughs> you know, uh, it's I know it sounds silly me saying that, but you know, I'm I'm not immune to self-doubt. I'm not immune to it, you know. Even though I get placements, it doesn't mean I stop worrying about not getting placements anymore. It doesn't mean I stop worrying about like not doing my job well. So this was a really nice thing for me. It's one thing landing a track, it's another thing landing a track where I kind of showed people how I write it as I was writing it. If you are keen to get into this, uh, this style of writing, it's really important that you find decent players. Uh, you know, I've, I have gone through a, a vast array of mediocre and amazing players. And the funny thing is you never really know what you're going to get until you press record. Some players, when you press record, aren't the same player that then they're more live players. Uh, other players are more like machines, 
that when you press record, their time is outstandingly, outrageously good, and the same with their tuning. Tuning here, there, you know, there were a couple of tuning issues, but I quite like it. You know, it's it's more real, it's more human, and they're not bad enough. And the same with timing, it's not bad enough to warrant me to kind of go in there and chop things about, which I have done in some of the other tracks of this album, because the danger of writing for a solo string player is you, you, you write it on the keyboard or the piano and you forget to think about the physicality of the, of the playing. So some of the parts I gave the players were impossibly difficult uh, because I wasn't thinking about the violin player. I was thinking about me on the piano. <laughs> so if you want to do, get into that stuff, think about the player and try and find a good player. When you've got a good player, stick with them. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, brief walkthrough of one of my tracks, Sanctuary, and I hope you get a lot out of it. And if you are interested in learning more about these sort of sub-genres within trailing music, uh, I strongly suggest you join us at Protégé. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me, and it, as it is for the students. You guys have an awesome week, and I'll see you next time. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle, and I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.